At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our number four of the VSIN Bet Center right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And We've got a tremendous hour coming up for you as we're going to be joined by Dan Leach in about 30 minutes. He does a great job with the Detroit CityCast over here at VEASAN. We've got CityCast at YM tackling sports betting from a local perspective for many different cities. We've got cities like Los Angeles, New York, Denver, Colorado. You're able to go down the list. We've got our good friend Dan who does a great job for the one in Detroit. So going to need to ask him a little bit about the Lions is it for real what we're seeing out of the Tigers right now where they're up 7-1 on the Tampa Bay Rays going into the top of the eighth inning? So we are going to be able to pick his brain there. We've got a game that's coming up in about 10 minutes in Major League Baseball. It is a big one. We're going to be previewing that in a second. And then if we've got time in the final part of the show, I'll give you my DK Nation pick as to what we're going to have on the Sunday board as well because while we love being able to watch all these games, I'll try to be able to find... A little bit of something for you guys live as well. I typically do this on the Greg Peterson experience. I like to go look at the late games, try to find something that might wind up hitting late in game. And I've actually been doing really good with these the last few weeks. I have no idea how, I have no idea why. I'm not necessarily the biggest in game better, but I've always been able to unearth value when the total winds up getting really low. And you know that Poopy Pitcher X is going to be going into the game, and Poopy Pitcher X gives it up every single time. So. That's always a lot of fun, but let's take a look at this big game that's going to be coming up in the next few minutes. It's Dodgers, it's Padres, it's 963-964 on the board. Andrew Heaney is going to be going for the Dodgers, and Mike Clevenger is on the bump for the Padres. Padres are finding themselves anywhere between plus 135 to plus 140 underdogs, and with the Dodgers, 
They open up at right around a minus 140. Now you're able to get them as low as a minus 148, as high as about a minus 155 to a minus 160 with a total of nine. And this is one where I wound up taking an opener on the Dodgers. I was willing to go up to a minus 142. Here at minus 150 or greater, the value is just wound up really going out of the ship in this one, in my opinion. I would be personally taking a look at this a little bit more in-game if you have yet to fire in on it. Take a look at the first inning because the Dodgers, if they do wind up falling down by a run, one of the best in-game plays that you've been able to make really the last few seasons in Major League Baseball, the Dodgers, because they just wind up putting up their runs in bunches. This is not a Dodgers team in which they wind up being able to get like one run at a time or anything like that. It's all or nothing when it comes to the LA Dodgers, which is a big reason why. 73 and 33, and if you bet them on the money line this season, you're up $618. You're up a whole heck of a lot more if you bet them on the run line because rather than laying minus 150 or so on the money line of the Dodgers, if you're looking at them right now, we're on plus 135 if you wind up laying the run in half. And for the Dodgers, all but eight of their 73 wins, they have come on the run line. They have been one of the best run line teams in baseball. And I do think that it's really critical right now for anyone that's handicapping MLB baseball to take a look at these teams that have either been demonstratively good or demonstratively bad to the run line as well. We've noticed a team like the Houston Astros, for instance, they have not been able to do a good job of being able to cover that run and half. Meanwhile, the LA Dodgers, they have been a very steady Eddie team, a team that is near and dear to my heart. The Milwaukee Brewers, they have been anything but good at being able to cover the run line themselves when they've been a favorite. So I do think that this is very important because when you wind up laying these north of $2 prices, obviously not the case here in Dodgers versus Padres, but you're able to take a look at so many of these games today, like Rays versus the Detroit Tigers was a big money line game. You wind up seeing the Washington Nationals and the Philadelphia Phillies were able to throw that one out because just when Patrick Corbin winds up starting, as I wind up finding out, I mean, at this point, plus $5 might not be enough to take a shot on Patrick Corbin. He just stinks that bad, and I don't say that about anyone. I was able to find value on Matt Harvey last season that I'm not able to find on Patrick Corbin right now. I mean, it's just deplorable, but with that said, it is one of these cases where you do want to be able to reduce the juice a little bit more. Find ways to not be laying $3 because if you've been laying it with the favorites of $3 or more thus far this season... I mean, even though you're hitting right around 64, 65% of your bets, because you're laying $3, you literally need to hit 75% of your bets at minus $3, let alone if this gets to like minus 330, minus 340, minus 350, you're able to go up and up and up. At minus $3 exactly, you need to hit 75% of your bets to break even. This is not to profit. This is to break even. And that just doesn't happen in Major League Baseball. Even the worst teams win 55 games. The best teams wind up losing 55 games. And you can say what you want about oh, the best teams, they don't wind up, or the worst teams, they don't wind up going up against Jacob DeGrom every single day and everything like that. Well, if you've been betting on Jacob DeGrom on the money line every single year, you're actually at a loss. So that's something that you always want to be taking a look at. But with that said, I do think that this is a good time to be able to take a look at just being able to reduce the juice a little bit more in this spot. Like I said, with regards to the money line, I'd be taking a little bit more in-game, but at a nine, like we're seeing at most books right now, I would be taking a look at an under. I don't think Andrew Heaney is going to be keeping up his 0.77 ERA. And Andrew Heaney is always a guy that I feel like has a little bit of upside. I feel like he was, shall we say, not given the best coaching while he was out there in Los Angeles. And that's very clear because 
mean, every one of these guys that they wind up playing in Los Angeles is pretty much where pitchers wind up going to die, unfortunately. But, I mean, he just didn't wind up having the tools to be successful. He certainly has those with Los Angeles. And he is always a guy that's been able to give you good swings and misses. The big thing is avoiding the deep ball out there in Los Angeles. A little bit more of a pitcher-friendly ballpark. That should be able to help, obviously, with the Padres. You now have the mash unit for the scene, Brandon Drury, Juan Soto, along with Manny Machado, all between 19 and 21 home runs. But for Manny Machado, he did wind up having a batting average in the month of July that was sub-215. That's been a little bit of an issue. It's really been guys like Austin Nola, Drixon Profar, Hassan Kim, that will be able to help out this lineup as well. Those are not trade deadline acquisitions, but Kim, over the last 35 days, he's been able to hit right around at 300. So he's been able to find a tad bit of something. And for the LA Dodgers, we all know about this lineup as you got Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, Trey Turner, all hitting between 15 and 18 home runs with Turner. He's been able to hit well above a 300. Mookie Betts at the leadoff spot has been able to give you 25 home runs thus far this season. The biggest albatrosses are guys like Cody Bellinger and I don't know why they wind up trading for Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo is going to be getting the start in this one. So if you're someone that you like strikeout props, that should gravitate you a little bit more to the over on someone like a Mike Clevenger because, well, Joey Gallo, all that he's been able to do this year has been strikeout as he's got 238 at-bats and he's got 108 strikeouts. I mean, how pathetic is this? So that's something to take a look at in terms of this game. But I do think that we got some relatively solid value here on the under. I was willing to go up to a minus 142 on the Dodgers. I would need at least plus 142 to take a shot here on the Padres. So I'd be little, taking a little bit more of a look in-game on this one, and I would be going with this total under. And when it comes to what we're all getting right now, in terms of these live games, I want to mention it. You've got the Tampa Bay Rays, who are currently getting destroyed by the Detroit Tigers by kind of 7-1. Tigers, by the way, they've been a little bit sneaky the last few weeks, so... Ain't been able to do a rock-solid job there. Well, not really a lot of value being offered in this Washington Nationals versus Philadelphia Phillies game. It is currently 9-4 to four in the sixth inning. So, if you want to take it a live over while this thing was like 12 and a half about an inning or so ago, well, congratulations. You were able to get there very easily on this one. We've got an interesting one in the top of the sixth inning with the Chicago White Sox and the Texas Rangers doing battle. Currently, you've got a live total of 7.5. The Rangers are up by a count of 4-0, to zero and... When it comes to the Chicago White Sox team, certainly has been a little bit befuddling as to what we've been able to get out of them thus far this season. So one of these spots in which I do think that with regards to the Chicago White Sox, I do think that they could be able to generate a few runs. It looks like this is a live total of actually six and a half. If I'm looking at a live over right now, I would be taking a look at this White Sox versus Rangers game just because with the Rangers, they've been able to get a good start here out of Dane Dunning as this winds up going to the bottom of the sixth inning, Dunning able to get her Dunning as he at home has always been very good for the team on the road. Not so much. And we've seen the White Sox bullpen actually be very solid over the last 45 or so days, but I do fear a little bit of regression when they wind up throwing out their, their shall we say, less than trustworthy guys. It gets to be a little bit of a roll of the dice, but I want to speak of less than trustworthy bullpens over the last 40 days. The Texas Rangers have seen their bullpen go straight down the toilet a 420 ERA out of the bullpen ever since 621. You've got Garrett Richards, Dennis Santana posting up north of 10 ERAs over the last 40 days. That has not been good. Brock Burke, Matt Moore, both of these guys have been relatively solid. They shipped Matt Bush off to the Milwaukee Brewers. So you've got a lot of issues when it comes to this team. And then if you're taking a look at another game that I find to be a little bit intriguing as well, Colorado Rockies and the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
They're currently doing battle. This is a game that started about an hour or so ago. Haven't seen a lot of action, and it's going quite quickly because then a lot of three up, three down, one to zero is currently the score as you've got the Arizona Diamondbacks in the lead. And if you're looking at this one live, you're going to be laying a little bit of a price with regards to the Arizona Diamondbacks right now. And this is a live total that it is falling as we do this. It is down to a five and a half. This is one in which pregame, I liked it under at eight. And certainly I do think that with what we've seen thus far, you've got some relatively solid value right now if you want to take in that eight under. But this is one in which I could take a look at a live over as well. Antonio says to tell very much a pitch of contact guy. Opponent says, as a matter of fact, they're hitting a 350 off of him. He's already given up five hits in three plus innings thus far in this one. And I mean, I don't think that his luck of being able to keep the ball in the yard is going to be able to maintain for too much more now. The problem that you have is that you need the Colorado Rockies most likely to score at least one run to be able to get this live total in even at a five and a half. That is where you wind up having things wind up getting a little bit more tumultuous. But if I'm looking at anything right now, I'm looking at a live over in terms of the Chicago White Sox and the Texas Rangers game. And then with Colorado Rockies versus the Arizona Diamondbacks, especially if you've got a five and a half currently sitting out there. I think that you've got good value there, even with the Arizona Diamondbacks. You've got Joe Mantiplier and Kyle Nelson, and then a bunch of guys, and with the Colorado Rockies. Bullpen currently in the bottom five of the big leagues in terms of ERA. That's not necessarily too trustworthy. What is a little bit more trustworthy, though, is taking a look at what we're going to be getting on Sunday as well. Openers are starting to come out for a lot of these games. I love to be able to pound quite a few openers, so how about if we take a look at some of the shall we say series finales that we're going to be getting on Sunday right here on the VEASAN Bet Center on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said og you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the VSIN Bet Center is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering a smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands that there's no one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline's a little bit different. Everyone's on their own journey. But when you feel like you're ready to take that first step forward towards change, Zen Nicotine Pouches is going to be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches 
at zyn.com. That is zyn.com. And warning, this is a product that contains nicotine. Nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. As we are back here on the Visa Bet Center with myself, Greg Peterson, and we we are going to have in the next few minutes have Dan Leach joining me. He does a great job with the Detroit City Cast. He is out there in the great state of Michigan. So we're going to talk with him a little bit about the Tigers, talk with him a little bit about the NFC North as I am a man from the great state of Wisconsin. So we are going to have that great conversation coming up for you guys on the other side. But when it comes to what we're taking a look at right now, I always think that it's very important if you're someone that you'd like to take a look at baseball, to be able to take a look at a lot of these openers. Now, there's going to be a few games that are currently off the board, and typically when it comes to something like the Rays and the Detroit Tigers, in which we didn't know that Drew Rasmussen was going to be starting until the afternoon time, typically these are openers that will be coming up more towards the evening slash the nighttime hours. You've got the Oakland A's who are completely undecided as to who's going to be the starter right now. I've got lined up for it at Cole Irvin, and anyone that is ever looking to pound openers and wondering where I handicap things, at GUnit underscore 81 on Twitter. I actually do wind up posting up all my handicaps on all these games the night before. So you're able to take a look at that. Hopefully it winds up being a good guide for you guys. I always advise to never, ever blindly tail or just be like, well, Greg posted up a minus 130 on this team. Right now I'm seeing it at a minus 129. Bet the farm on it. That is not the way that you want to be taking a look at things. But I do think that it is a good exercise to take a look at a lot of these games in which you do wind up having openers that they do wind up looking a little bit off. And I do think that it's going to be interesting to see what we wind up getting just in general in this series between the Yankees and the St. Louis Cardinals, because as we're doing this right now, the uh, Cardinals, they are currently in the lead over the New York Yankees by kind of one to zero bottom of the sixth inning and Jordan Montgomery, by the way, he's come out against his old team and he looks relatively angry. Five scoreless settings out of him. Jordan Nix, as I replaced him in for Domingo Armand, actually a relatively solid start. Five innings giving up one run for the New York Yankees, but not necessarily a ton of length out of both of these starters as Ron Menanakio is currently in the game for the New York Yankees. Very underrated starter. And part of handicapping forward as well is taking a look at bullpen use as well. Like someone like a Ron Menanakio coming out of the bullpen for the New York Yankees that does wind up hurting them a little bit for tomorrow. And for the St. Louis Cardinals, you would have liked to see Montgomery wind up being able to complete six instead of five innings. That does wind up being able to shift things around a little bit. But if you're taking a look at something like this Yankees versus Cardinals game for tomorrow, which is going to have Frankie Montas on the mound for the Yankees, Adam Wainwright for the St. Louis Cardinals. This is 927, 928 on the betting board right now. You're finding the Yankees right around a minus 120 to a minus 125-ish favorite. It's anywhere between about a plus 105 to a plus 112 on St. Louis and a total of eight. This is one of these circumstances in which I really don't have an edge either way because I did wind up saying the Yankees at a minus 118, which means that pretty much minus 118, I feel, is the break-even point. And the way that I wind up doing this is merely by percentage of victory. Like, if I think that a team is going to win 52.3% of times, as you guys know, that minus 110 spread, in order to be able to break even, you need to hit 52.3% of your bets. That's the way that you wind up lining it. If you wind up thinking that a game is a complete pick'em, it's 50-50. Even money would be the price on those. If you think that a team winds up being able to win 66.6% of the time, you'd set it at minus 200. List goes on and on. So that's the way that you wind up going through things here. And this is one of these cases in which I'll be taking a look overnight, looking to do a little bit of line shopping as well. Because what I found is that in a lot of these circumstances where 
like right now on the Yankees versus the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm very content to see where the line winds up moving, taking this game. Don't really have to bet it too much. You're always going to find a line move on some of these games. Some of them wind up coming in in the early a.m. Some of them wind up coming through once the game the day before winds up going final. Sometimes it's just based, based on the lineups that you wind up seeing as well. There are a lot of games I wind up betting overnight, but sometimes you wind up having a game like this Yankees versus St. Louis Cardinals game where right now I don't have a whole like, lot on it that you do wind up just sort of sitting back and waiting on it. When you don't wind up finding a lot on the money line, there's always a run line as well. I always wind up taking a look at that right now with the New York Yankees. You're finding that right in between about a plus 130 to a plus 135. In between minus 148 and minus 155 is what you need to lay on the St. Louis Cardinals. And I think that that's a little bit disrespectful to Adam Wainwright too. I do think that with the bullpens getting used up a little bit more in this game, that is going to be able to help out the St. Louis Cardinals a little bit because if you take a look at Adam Wainwright and what he's been able to do at home thus far this season, he's been absolutely masterful. Right around a buck 80 ERA at home compared to the north of a 4-4 ERA on the road when it comes to the St. Louis Cardinals team as well. They've been able to get the best out of Adam Wainwright in terms of length as well as Wainwright. He had a little bit of a topsy-turvy start to the season. He wanted giving out a lot of uncharacteristic walks for him, but you take a look at what he's been able to do over the last month or so. He's really been able to rein it in as been able to do a significantly better job of not giving out the free passes. As a matter of fact, you wind up going through his last six starts. He has given up just eight walks in those last six starts. And if you're able to go back a little bit further as well, you want to make it the last 11 starts. He's given up a combined 14 walks. So he has been able to do an absolutely tremendous job, especially at home. His walks per nine rate at home is right around two. That allows him to be able to go relatively deep in a lot of these starts as well. Meanwhile, for Frankie Montas, he did wind up dealing with a little bit of injury towards the back half of his tenure over there at Oakland. Did wind up coming back in his last start and looked relatively solid going five innings, but you still have your question marks there. And for Frankie Montas, health has always been a little bit of a question mark that you've got with him in general. And it's a New York Yankees team that I do think that they should be able to bust out a little bit more with the bat. Right now, we are seeing them just not generating a lot of offense. They didn't wind up doing the world's greatest job in game number one of the series as well, being held to just three runs there. But this is a Yankees team that I know that the sort of narrative around them is that they wind up being able to get all these big hits when they are on the road and then at home, or when they are at home and then on the road, you wind up having a little bit of a fall. If you take a look at the home runs on a per at-bat basis for the New York Yankees going into the series, it actually matches and exceeds every other team's in the big leagues at home. So home runs on a per at-bat basis, they lead the league both at home and on the road. They have been that amazing thus far this season. You've got Aaron Judge, who has been nothing short of magnificent for this team. He is currently chasing being able to get 60-plus home runs thus far this season. Matt Carpenter, the former St. Louis Cardinal, he wound up having a big game in game number one of this series. He's been able to about a 320 and He's got 15 home runs on about 120 at-bats right now. That is just absolutely absurd. He's been able to get a home run every about eight and a half or so at-bats. So that has been something to very much take a look at. And for the St. Louis Cardinals, they're now getting a little bit more at the bottom of the line. If guys like Yadier Molina, Paul DeYoung, they just have not necessarily had great seasons thus far. But you saw DeYoung come up in a big spot on Friday. He was able to have that RBI double that led to the St. Louis Cardinals being able to get the W. And then you've got your main two guys, Nolan Arenado, along with Paul Goldschmidt. These guys, a combined 46 home runs thus far this season. Goldschmidt right now, the odds-on favorite to be able to win National League MVP. And I think that's something that we still need to be taking a look at as well. 
I know that the stock has been simmering a little bit more on Austin Riley. Recently, we have seen the number come down. So, I mean, a lot of the value that maybe you had on Austin Riley to be able to win MVP just even 10 or so days ago, that is starting to diminish just a little bit. But I still think that if I had a vote right now, it would not be going to Paul Goldschmidt. It would be going to Austin Riley instead, who entered into the day hitting a 375 over the last three days with a 423 on base has been absolutely magnificent for the Atlanta Braves. While he was struggling a little bit towards the beginning of the season, you saw that with Braves, and as he wound up being able to heat up, you wound up seeing that as well with Atlanta. So a little bit of thoughts there in terms of what we're going to be getting out there in that race. But I do think that this is sort of a spot in which if you do wind up seeing the money come in on the New York Yankees, you could be able to get right, right around like a plus 120 or so on the St. Louis Cardinals, and that's good value. And hey, there are some people that they like to bet on a streak. There are some te- people that they like to be able to bet on a team to be able to avoid a streak if the St. Louis Cardinals wind up holding up here. Could wind up lending for a little bit of value on the New York Yankees as well. I'd be willing to lay up to a minus 118 there. And I do like this total over. I do think that the Yankees could be able to bust out with their bats. I do think that Wainwright doing for a little bit of a rush of regression when he is at home as well. So I did wind up saying my total to wear an eight point or to wear an eight. I'd be taking a look at a total. I always do it by a tenth of a run. Like I set this one at an 8.3 as well. So I always do think that that is very interesting to take a look at. And we are going to have some very demonstrative numbers on Sunday as well. I was mentioning it. You don't want to be laying the north of minus 250 with regards to a lot of these numbers. And I mean, right now we're seeing it with the Nationals versus the Phillies. You've got the Nationals. We're going to be between about a plus 240 to a plus 260 underdog. The Milwaukee Brewers with Corbin Burns going. They're currently right around a minus 260 to a minus 265 favorite. So we've got a lot of big favorites on the board. But one of our favorites, that'd be Dan Leach. He does a great job with the Detroit City Cast. Does a great job taking a look at all things out there in the Midwest. We're going to be chatting with him a little bit about the AFC, a little bit about the NFC North, and a little bit of baseball next right here on VSIN Esports Bank Network. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The College Football Guide is out right now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles on every single team, including trends, power ratings, over under recommendations, and so much more. Plus, our best bets on season win totals, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get this year's football betting guide is by becoming a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up early and for a discount of $175, you'll be able to receive the college and pro football betting guides along with the full VSIN access to us all the way through the Super Bowl or join for 40 bucks a month and see everything that VSIN has to offer to up your betting game. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network team as it is the VEASAN Bet Center right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, and a monumental moment here on the network as the only person to host the Greg Peterson experience not named Greg Peterson is joining me right now. And ironically enough, you wound up hosting the Greg Peterson experience before ever joining me as a guest as we've got Dan Leach on the show. He does a tremendous job with the Detroit City cast. You know, we'll get that wherever you find your podcast. And Dan, it is great to have you aboard. Thank you. Greg, the honor is all mine. Mark it down, 931 East, uh, 631 Vegas time. This is an historic moment. And by the way, I just hope I made you proud. You can do a heck of a job yourself. And it was an honor to fill in for you uh, when I did so. 
Oh, absolutely. So I wound up having a very random February wedding that I had to attend in the great state of Wisconsin. You know you're a good friend if I attend your wedding in February because that's college basketball ah. season right there. And right now we're getting set for the NFL season. You're a man that's out there in the great state of Michigan. I am a man that is from the great state of Wisconsin. And you got to talk about this division. What are your expectations overall for the Detroit Lions? Because a lot of people are talking about the Chicago Bears and not for any of the good reasons whatsoever. We all know that a lot of people have the Packers, rightfully so in my opinion, as the top team out there in this conference. But the Detroit Lions I find to be very intriguing because if you bet on them on the spread, you didn't do too bad. You took them on the money line. It was a cataclysmically bad for year for you last season. Do you think that this is a team that's going to be able to take some strides forward this year? Yeah, Greg, I'll give you some respect, you cheese hat. I love it. Listen, I'm a big cheese curd guy, so that's all good. Yes, sir. Uh, but first on the Bears, the Bears, I think, are going to be garbage. And that's not just going to be coming from a Lions fan. I just don't trust Justin Strawberry Fields. I don't think they really improve themselves. Obviously, their whole regime hasn't changed. So we'll see about Chicago. The Lions, this is a team that is in the second year of the Dan Campbell era. We, I know, I'm not saying I know for 100%, but I feel pretty confident that Brad Sherlock Holmes, as I call him, the GM, is the right guy. If Dan Campbell is the right guy, and we're going to see America probably fall in love with this guy at Hard Knocks, He's just an incredible character. He had an awesome quote about treading water. So we bury you the other day. He talks about the you know, biting kneecaps. The players love him. That's great. But if he is a good coach with the Lions having basically what I think is a top five offensive line, having great skill guys like DeAndre Swift, drafting Jameson Williams when he gets healthy, you know, obviously having DJ Shark that they got as an addition of the offseason, and the defense with Aiden Hutchinson, you know, who could be defensive rookie of the year. This is a team that finally, we have one playoff win. It's 1957, Craig. They can finally be a long-term viable contender. I know we've said that about 35 times here in Detroit over the last 50 or so years, but this could be the time if Dan Campbell is the right coach. We saw it for a little bit last year. They were in the majority of their games. They made some boneheaded calls late in some games, but this team, I think, is definitely primed to go from three, you know, 13 and one to probably a seven or eight win team. I like they're over at six and a half. I think the feeling could be very good in Motown about the future of this franchise right now. And I think that what is going to be so key for them as well is the development of Jared Goff, because I think yeah. a lot of people forget that Jared Goff is a man that wanted making the Super Bowl when he was very young in his rookie deal with the LA Rams. Now, very fair to say he wound up having a lot around him that wanted up being able to help him out in being able to get to that Super Bowl. But this is still a guy that has experience being able to get to a Super Bowl and if you were power ranking our best quarterbacks in the NFL, certainly Jared Goff is not finding himself in the top 10, but I feel like the knock on him winds up going a little bit too far. And I think that he's a little bit better than a lot of people like to advertise him as. Greg, it's a great point. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was the youngest quarterback to ever start in a Super Bowl. And it was the, you know, the full-time starter for a team. So this is a guy that when Stafford was traded, I was a big bad Stafford guy. It wasn't his fault. Obviously he won the Super Bowl last year in his first year away from Detroit. But that being said, Jared Goff was like getting a pair of aces. Yes, he could be someone that you use to, you know, be a placeholder. He can end up being great. You can end up trading him. He can, you know, tutor a young rookie. This is a guy that I think, if you look at the metrics in the second half of last year, was at least, you know, better than he was in the first half of the season. And behind a great offensive line with this great young skilled, you know, group here in Detroit, I mentioned Swift and obviously Jamal Williams, and DJ Shark and Jameson Williams and TJ Hawkins and Hockaham. If he can progress like he did in the second half of the season, Greg, this team, the offense could be great. It's a question of the defense 
And Okuda coming back from the injury is a big question mark. We know that Aiden Hutchinson probably already have an impact in, pre- in, the, in the training camp deal. And can he do it, you know, being an NFL player? If the defense can come along as well, this is going to be a tough out. They're not going to win at 11, 12 games, but they're going to be a team that's going to be in 80-plus percent of their games, lose a lot by a possession, win some by a possession, and be a team that you feel is on the edge of being a playoff team if golf improves enough. And then next year would definitely be a contender, I believe, as unfortunately the end of the Aaron Rodgers era is looming for you in Wisconsin. They could be a division contender. They haven't won the division since 1993 or 1995. Yep, I do think that the Aaron Rodgers era is probably going to be ending a little bit sooner rather than later. And this is a Packers winter that I would not wind up taking over personally because I do think that the Minnesota Vikings... I don't know if they wind up winning the division or not, but I think that they're going to be relatively competitive. And you just take a look at the Packers and the way that things line up for them to begin the season. Uh, their first four games, they could wind up being three, one and three when it's all said and done. They wind up playing most of the New England Patriots. They're on the road against the Vikings. They're on the road against the Bears. And then, well, Aaron Rodgers is the owner of the Chicago Bears. They should be able to win that game at home. We've got massive issues if the Green Bay Packers losing that game. I think that when it's all said and done, they probably wind up starting out two and two. But with regards to the Green Bay Packers, just losing Devontae Adams is really big. They still have some yep. very good defensive pieces. And as strange as it is, I think that this might be a little bit more of a defense-oriented Packers team, which you typically don't wind up saying about a team that has a guy that wound up winning the MVP each of the last two years. Right. And listen, and by the way, I, this is not a homer play on the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to be a very kind of moderate team that will have some nice moments, but they obviously have a new situation after the Zimmer problems that they had. And I think if, if you're looking for a value play, Lions finishing second in the division, nine to one. I know it's at Bat Rivers, and I, I'm sure it's similar at other places. I like that a lot. But as far as the Packers go, I think you're right. I think they're going to be, you know, not scoring in the 30s and 40s that they have in the past. Rodgers will still be able to do it. But without Adams, it's a huge hole. They still can move the ball down the field because Rodgers probably top three in the quarterback position maybe of all time. That being said, they're going to win some games by defense, lower scoring games. And that's where a team like Detroit or a team, you know, that, that is hanging in a game with the Packers late could snatch it from them if they're not able to score as many points as they usually have been able to in the, in the, in the Rodgers era. I think this NFC North is going to be a very interesting year, Greg, where I, I think the Packers win it, but I think the other three teams, the Bears definitely, I think are the worst. But the Vikings and the Lions could be a lot better than people think they are or a lot worse than people think they are. Yeah, but I'm right there with you. And right now, one of the most popular season win total bets that we're seeing out here in Las Vegas, it's a Bears under six half wins. So if you're asking me for who I think is going to be the worst team in the NFL, I actually have that distinction with the Atlanta Falcons. Personally, they are the only team that was really bad last year that they got markably worse. The Bears, they wound up getting a little bit worse, but I mean, it's a lot of the same pieces from last year. You now have a new coach in there, which Honestly, might not be the worst thing in the world for them. So I've got the Atlanta Falcons a little bit worse. Bears are my second worst team out there in the NFL. I think that's going to be a long year for them. I don't know if you agree in terms of worst team out there in the NFL, but for me, it goes Falcons one, Bears two, and they're pretty far down there in comparison to the rest of the NFL. Greg, I'm with you on both of them, but I think Seattle's going to have a lot of problems with yeah. Russell Wilson. So Atlanta is going to be without Matt Ryan, a very, very tough team to score a lot of points. But I think those are the three teams that I've got at the bottom, Atlanta, uh, Chicago, and the Seattle Seahawks for sure. Yep. I mean, I don't think that there's really too much arguing that even a team like the Houston Texans where their win total is four and a half, I can make a case for them just because the number is so low being able to go over on that one. But 
I think it's going to be a grody year for those three NFC teams. So we are in total agreement there. And when it comes to the upcoming NFL season, we've talked a lot about the NFC North. Any other teams that you think could wind up surprising in a positive or a negative manner? Well, I'm on the Chargers. I have the Chargers for about 15 to 1 or so. It was my future ticket that I took about a month or so ago. I think the Chargers with Justin Herbert. And I know they, the only problem with the Chargers, Greg, is they have no precipitous home field advantage. No you know, the issues with being able to really dominate a team at all. And a lot of times they have more opposing fans at their games than they do home fans. But I just think that the growth of Herbert, you saw it last year. I think they've got great weapons on offense. Obviously, I can learn others can, you know, take over games. I think the defense is underrated. It could be a lot better this year. And they made some additions that I think will make that defense possibly a top 12 or so unit. If that's the case, that Herbert progresses again, that Chargers team could be a big threat. The problem is, I think they're playing in the best division of football. The Raiders, the Chargers, the, the Broncos, obviously, with Russell Wilson and the Chiefs. You don't forget about the Chiefs. They're still around. But Patty Mahomes, no Tyreek Hill, it's still an incredible team with Andy Reid and the way that defense is able to play at times. But I think that the Chargers are a team that really could surprise, and I've got a solid future sticking on them. Uh, so I, I mean, obviously, the Bills are the team that I think to win it all. And I want to find some value. I'm not going to go with the favorites here. Yep, I do think that there's good value on the Chargers. They've got a lot of talent on that team. Not as much as you do, Dan. Always appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Too kind. Bye, honor, guys. Dan doing absolutely amazing work with our Detroit CityCast. And coming up next, we're going to take a look at this Mariners versus Angels game that we have to wrap up the baseball card for Friday or for Saturday right here on VSIM, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers and cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As per usual, please do drink responsibly as well as it's the final segment of the VSIN Bet Center right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Pretty much because there is going to be no Greg Peterson experience. If so, we would need Dan Leach to fill in, who joined me in the last segment. The only man not named Greg Peterson to ever host a Greg Peterson experience was absolutely tremendous to be able to get him aboard. Some great NFC North chatter, along with who's going to finish with the worst record out there in the NFL. We all love to be able to take a look at teams to be able to win the Super Bowl. 
We always like to take a look at the poo-poo platter of toilet bowl teams as well. So, Dan, great to be able to get him aboard there. And in the final segment, we've got one game on the MLB betting board that's going to be coming up in about 20 or so minutes. And we've got to take a look at it. And then going to give you guys what I'm going to be taking a look at in terms of my DK Nation pick for the Diamond tomorrow as well. So, how about if we wind up diving into game two of a double dip that is going to conclude a 17-game slate that we've got here in Major League Baseball for this Saturday. 977-978, the Seattle Mariners. They play OC LA Angels as Reed Detmers is going to be going for LA. And you've got Chris Flexen who's going to be on the bump for Seattle with Seattle. You've found this number just completely nosediving. They opened up a minus 165 favorite. Now it's anywhere between minus 135 and minus 140 between plus 120 and plus 126. Your price on Los Angeles to this game. It is all the way down to a seven. And I can't say that I agree with this much of a move. Now, if you take a look at Reed Detmers, he's actually been pitching significantly better since he wound up getting pretty much brought back up to the major league level. This is someone that began his season at the minor leagues. He winds up throwing that no hitter and then a lot of hype wound up going around him. And he just wasn't necessarily putting it together after that one. But ever since he wound up getting pretty much brought back up to the big league level. It has been a different Reed Detmers, and I think that he deserves a lot of credit for it. He wasn't getting a lot of swings and misses when he wound up throwing that no-hitter, by the way. I believe that he had just two strikeouts during that no-hitter, but you take a look at his last four starts, he has been able to get 31 punch-outs over the course of 24 innings, so he's been able to up that as yet to give up a single home run, which during the first half of the season, he wound up giving up 11 bombs, and I believe it was his first 12 starts, so he has really been able to rein it in with that regard, so we have seen a little bit of a different Reed Detmers, but you take a look at Chris Flex, and three runs are fewer surrendered, and now nine out of his last 10 starts, so he comes in in relatively good form as well. The thing that you just have to have caution with, this LA Angels bullpen is not very good, to say the least, as they wind up trading away Rossi Iglesias. You've still got Ryan Tapera and Aaron Loop out there, a pair of guys that were supposed to be your seventh and eighth inning guys coming into the season before Iglesias wound up getting traded away, and both of these guys have posted up an ERA north of a 375 now. They were able to go to Mike Myers to pretty much piggyback off of Aime Badia in game number one so they didn't have to use up too many bullpen pieces. And for the Seattle Mariners, they come in on relatively good footing in terms of the bullpen. They did wind up having to use up Andres Munoz along with Eric Swanson in game number one, but you still have quite a few pieces that you're going to be able to maneuver with. Paul Sewell is someone that is relatively reliable for the Seattle Mariners team. The big thing with the Mariners is that their offense has been a little bit down ever since Uli Rodriguez wound up going out of the fold. We all remember what he was able to do during the home run derby a few weeks ago, and he's really been the main home run guy for the team, though you still have Enyuginho Suarez. He's been able to give the team 18 home runs thus far this season, right around a 340-ish on base, but you do take a look at some of these bats where the Seattle Mariners they have been struggling a little bit. Carlos Santana, Kyle Lewis, Louis Torrens, Cal Raleigh, all these guys hitting at 215 or lower, but this also marks the return of Mitch Haniger, which I think could be big for the Mariners. I think that short-term, it's going to take him a few games to be able to get back online, but a lot of people forget Mitch Haniger when he was fully healthy, and if you want to take a look at the way that he wanted getting injured and missed the 2020 season, I will let you look it up because it's pretty grody. 39 home runs and 157 games last season, hitting right around at 255. This is a big-time bat for the Seattle Mariners that they do wind up getting back for this double dip, and then for the LA Angels, things have just went straight down the toilet bowl with this offense. They're averaging fewer than four runs per contest, and 
with Mike Trout out of the fold, they haven't had a lot. Now, Luis Renifo, Taylor Ward, both of these guys hanging right around at 275. But for Taylor Ward, throwing there Jared Walsh as well. Two of the main home run hitters for this team, as a matter of fact. They're the only two players other than Joey Otani in the starting lineup for this one that have more than seven home runs. They have both been struggling quite a bit as Walsh and Taylor Ward, both hitting below 190 over the last three days. Otani continues to be Otani. He's been absolutely tremendous for this team, but you get down to Mickey Monick, David Fletcher, Phil Goslin, Mangolia Sierra. All these guys are in a 231 or lower on Sierra. The only guy hitting above a 200. So that's a big time issue for the LA Angels. So you've got away the really, really bad bullpen of the LA Angels versus what you're going to be able to get out of the Seattle Mariners, who did wind up having to use up a few bullpen pieces in game number one. And they're going up against a pitcher contact guy in Chris Flexen. And Flexen has actually had a little bit of a lower ERA when he has been on the road rather than at home thus far this season as well. So you got a lot of things to wind up maneuvering through. I do think that you're going to see a little bit of scoring in this game. I do think that the Angels are going to be able to have a little bit of boom there. And I do think that Reed Detmers is going to regress. I felt like the opening number that was hovering right around about a minus 165 or so was the correct number. Now that we're down to about a minus 135, minus 140, you really don't even need to take a look at a run line or anything to reduce the juice. I like the Seattle Mariners here on the money line. I was willing to lay up to a minus 170 and set my total to where I'd be taking an over on a 7.5 or less. We're seeing mostly 7, so I think that you've got some good value there. And then when it comes to what I'm going to be taking a look at in terms of my DK Nation pick for tomorrow, and by the way, the one that I've got for today is currently in the works. If you want up taking it, you've got at the very minimum a push. I want it going on the over of eight in this Cincinnati. Hey, we've got the over on it. All right. Six to three is the score in Reds versus the Milwaukee Brewers as we wind up getting a yard ball out of, let's see who wound up hitting it. Joey Votto, the old reliable 11th home run season off of Jake McGee, whose ERA goes up to a 718. You bet it's at 7-11 because he's always open to give it up runs. And that means that this one winds up hitting and we're going to try for an over on Sunday as well as we're going to be taking a look at a game that I wanted giving out a live over for a few minutes ago. And hey, it wanted bidding right now. The Rockies versus the Arizona Diamondbacks live over that I wanted giving out a little bit earlier in the hour. And it's a little bit more murky one to one in the seventh inning there. But I wound up saying that over six and a half live between the Rangers and the White Sox. And it's a value. It's currently eight to zero in the bottom of the eighth inning, but I'm going to be taking a look at is the over tomorrow in White Sox versus the Texas Rangers. Spencer Howard is going to be going for the Rangers. Lucas Giolito is on the bump for the White Sox. This is 921-922 on the board for tomorrow, and we're finding a total of 8.5. Now, even at a 9, I'd be taking a look at the over in this spot because Spencer Howard, I recognize that ever since he wanted getting brought back up from the minor league level, he's been a little bit better, but... I mean, even with him being a little bit better, it's not like we've seen market improvement or anything like that because he's still a guy that's giving up a whole bunch of bombs. He's given up more than two home runs per nine innings this far this season. Spencer Howard's ERA is north of five. Lucas Giolito's ERA is north of five. And Lucas Giolito has always had a little bit of a walks issue. 1.5 walks per nine innings is what he's currently surrendering. And it's a pair of bullpens that... We have seen both of them be up and down. The White Sox are relatively close to league average right now in terms of their bullpen ERA. Meanwhile, take a look at the Texas Rangers. They actually had their bullpen firing on all cylinders towards the beginning part of the season. You've got Matt Moore and Brock Burke, pair of guys that you're able to rely upon. But Dennis Santana, Garrett Richards, over the last 40 days, they've got north of a 10 ERA. And for Lucas Giolito, he's given up at least three runs and now six out of his last 10 starts. 
He has not been good for this team, to say the least. And for Lucas Giolito, the big thing with him is that he's just been allowing the deep ball way too much as far this season as he's allowing right around 1.6 home runs per nine innings. Opponents are at 282 off of him. He's still getting swings and misses. A little bit over 10 punch-outs per nine innings. And for Spencer Howard, I ain't do his credit. He's been able to get some swings and misses. Does no good if you wind up getting three strikeouts and allow three runs in the same inning, though. And then with the Texas Rangers, you've got relatively good and balanced power in this lineup. Corey Seager has been able to give you right around 24 home runs thus far this season. He's hitting at 258. Elise Garcia, big reason why we wound up catching this in-game over on this one. He's been able to do a nice job. 18 bombs for him. He's been able to write in that neighborhood about a 250 as well. Leody Tavares, Mabrilius Viola have been able to a 300 as well. And for the Chicago White Sox, this team is number one in the big leagues in terms of batting average on the road. Now, the big issue that you've got with the Chicago White Sox is that they have not been able to provide a lot of power. This is a team that they rank in the bottom six in the big leagues in terms of home runs on a per at-bat and a per-game basis. But Eloy Jimenez has been able to pick it up as he, Andrew Vaughn, Tim Anderson, all these guys have been able to hit at least a 280 for this team. So that has been solid. A.J. Pollock, Juan Moncada, they have not been able to put it up themselves. But with that said, you've got a White Sox team that they're also going to be very spent in terms of their bullpen because they only wound up getting three and a third innings out of Michael Kopech. I do think that you're going to get a lot of runs on Sunday between Rangers and White Sox. So we're going to be taking a look at that over and something else that we're taking a look at. Great ways to be able to get you set for the upcoming football season. We're providing as many as humanly possible over here at VEASAN and we've got you covered every single day right here on the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.